Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer and then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for being there and, and loving us and taking care of us, watching over us while we sleep at night, giving us a nice place to stay and, and just being God, being our provider. Father God, as we partake in your word today, we ask you to show us what you would like for us to know. Help us to apply it to our life. Help us to even learn so much that we'll be able to teach others. Father God, even if we're not listening to this devotional and we're reading your word, help us to do that, Father God. Bless the ones that are hearing it. Bless the ones that are, are reading it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, key verse of the day is Mark 10, 32. They were now on the way up. To Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were filled with awe, and the people following behind him were overwhelmed with fear. Ta taking the twelve disciples aside, Jesus once more began to describe everything that was about to happen to him. Topic: God is calling. Will you answer? Affirmations: I'm gonna say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am walking in my calling. I am bold. I am not afraid. I'm filled with anointing. I was up one night praying and I read the word and the Holy Spirit placed this verse before me so that I may talk about fear. These people in this verse feared for Jesus because they saw who he was and they saw he cared and was a person that cared about them genuinely. And they walked with him. Sure, Jesus had his disciples, but he had a large group of people drawn to him by his presence and his anointing he carried. Jesus told them about what would happen to them and what would happen to him. And Jesus didn't allow fear to conquer him. He, he, Even though he had that many people that were afraid, he knew what he had to do. He allowed that to drive him. And the Holy Spirit wants to know fear might come. The words and opinions of others might try to throw us off, but don't let it stay. Don't let it stay focused on what he has placed in you and do it. Matthew 13, 11 says, and he answered them to you. It has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has been given, been has not been given. Certain things of this world won't and we we won't understand. When we were child when we are children of God, he will give us an understanding of everything. He will show us his secrets, but to the world, he won't he won't because his eyes are blind to the things of the spirit. We want to be able to understand and hold the treasures that God unlocked in us. But when we allow fear to take over, that's when we become so off balance that we lose what's been given. We lose ourselves in our identity. And as Christ um, walks amongst people, he didn't forget who he was. He didn't forget his assignment. He embraced it. How many of us embrace what God has placed in us? How many of us allowed our fears to direct us instead of God? Look at Peter. When everyone kept saying he was one of the disciples, he denied it because of fear. Fear can cause you to deny who you are in Christ. It can cause you to deny any attachments to Christ, including his word. We must be like Christ and not allow fear to divert us from the assignment on hand. Verse 49. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up. They said, come on. He's calling you. Even days before his crucifixion, he still focused. He stayed focused on the mission at hand. He said, I am here for the sick. The, the well doesn't need a doctor. He still was healing people days before. And this man kept calling out for him. He never once said into, he never got once into his head or into his feelings. He never ignored what he needed to do, which was save and heal. 
Some of us have gifts from God we won't even use. If, if we weren't filling up to them, we, we, we won't teach. If we have a problem at home or a situation, we place those situations over our gifts. We won't do anything with the gifts God has given us while we are going through because we are focused on our problems. We must be like Christ and stay focused on what's at hand. The enemy thinks he can turn us away and shake us with fear, but we must be bold and push forward to do what God has asked us to do. Fear can steer us away. It didn't turn Paul around. It, it didn't turn Peter around once Peter realized who he was in Christ. He immediately kept teaching and preaching. Nothing, even jail, didn't stop him. Acts 5 and 28 says, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with the, your doctrine and instead intended to bring this man's blood on us. You see here, they told them, don't teach in this name, in his name. They were amazed that the fear of imprisonment and flogging didn't stop these men. Verse 29, but Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Peter told them we must obey God, and that's what we must do every day. We can't let fear stop us or man stop us from doing the works of God. Today, if you allow your situations or people to affect how you fulfill your calling or assignment with God, you're doing it wrong. We must pray for boldness. We must pray that God gives us what we need to remove the fear from our life. God doesn't want us to be afraid. God doesn't want us to wonder how we will do this or will we do that or or he wants us he want what he wants us to do is learn learn to lean on him for understanding and wisdom. At all times Jesus went by Jesus went boldly into his his assignment. He didn't let the emotions of others stop him from doing what he needed to do. We can't either. Today, ask God to walk with you and to take away all your fears so you can walk in your calling. Prayer. Heavenly Father, help us to de denounce fear in our life. Help us to hold on to you alone. God, please help us to stay focused on you and not our situation. We place it before you. We place our emotions in your hands. Only you can change things. We ask you to do that, please. Lord, we, we are afraid of not being able to please you. We are afraid of not being able to handle what calling you gave us. We ask you right now to take away the fear, take away our discomfort. Father, give us peace. Give us you. Lord, we desire to have wisdom and knowledge to teach your word to, to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. So today's topic is God is calling. Will you answer? God is calling. Will you answer? Or will you allow fear? to take the forefront of your life. A lot of times you hear people say, well, I'm in my head. I'm in my emotions. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And a lot of people won't go out and do what they're called to do. They won't go out and use the gifts because they allow fear or these situations to take control. And whether you know it or not, you're falling into a trap. It's a warning, a trap. I always do that when I hear the word trap. I shout it because it's a trap that we fall into. That the enemy has laid out and we just stumble right into it because we don't see the things that he does to stop us. Even fear, <clears throat> he used that as a trap. He used that as a way for us not to be vocal. He used a fear to cause us to go within ourselves and not speak or not to hand out the word of God or not tell people about the word of God because we think people are not going to accept it if we say it. But whether we know it or not, well, before we start speaking to someone, we say, Holy Spirit, use me. Holy Spirit, give me the words. It's not going to be us speaking. It's going to be the Holy Spirit. 
we have to get over the idea that the enemy, oh, the enemy's coming after me. Oh, the enemy's always after me. Enemy's over after everyone. Let's just be honest. Let's be frank about it. He's after anyone, everyone. He's after us all. Because if he can get us and keep us, he has won. If he can get us and steer us the wrong way, he has won. If he can get us and cause us to fall into our fleshly ways, he has gotten us. But we must stay focused. The thing about this verse, let's actually go to this verse in the Bible. Because I feel like it, it was it's better described if we get our Bibles and look at it. Let's go to Mark 10 and 32. Usually I don't stop this early in introduction, but lately I've been doing it because it's the way the Holy Spirit has been having me to do it. So if you have your Bibles, go to Mark 10, 32. Almost landed right on it. Okay. So we're going to go to Mark 10 and 32. Okay. They were now on the way up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were filled with awe, and the people followed behind him were overwhelmed with fear. Taking the twelve disciples aside, Jesus once more began to describe everything that was about to happen to him. Okay, we're gonna stop right there. If you we always want to use Jesus as a prime example of how we should conduct our life. If you notice when the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to him and said ugly things, he didn't react. He didn't uh, let his emotions control him. Even now, everyone around him is crying. They're upset. They're they're following him. They, what is what is the word that they use? They're overwhelmed with fear. And see, the thing is, fear is almost as contagious as a smell or as a, as a yarn. My my dad um, works nights, and usually when I'm around him, if I yarn, he's like, "Oh, don't do that, please." He said, "Because if you start, I'm gonna start." And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And once I start, he's going for it because he's tired. So they're contagious. It's like fear. If you if you tell someone, I'm really afraid right now. And if that person is not really stable and strong, they become fearful. And you, they will even say, I'm afraid for you. And you're like, why are you afraid? This is not happening to you. Fear would do that. Fear spreads like hot fire, like wildfire, like hotcakes. It will spread. But the thing is, we need to take a page out of Jesus' book. He didn't allow fear of others, the way people are feeling, to conduct the way he is. He stayed stable. And some people will say, well, that's Jesus. Yes, that's Jesus. But we're supposed to model ourselves after him. We're supposed to have a Christ-like mind. Our walk's supposed to be similar to his. So with that being said, when someone said they're afraid, or you feel that you can feel the spirit of fear roaming, you ask God immediately, or the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, give me boldness to confront whatever is happening. And you're going to feel something come up down in your belly and up out you. It's going to be boldness you've never seen. I've had it happen multiple times. I've seen people afraid, and I can tell that that spirit of fear is about to sweep the room. And I immediately say in my head, I rebuke the spirit of fear. I ask you, Father, right now to give me the spirit of boldness. And I pray for boldness, actually. Because you never know when you have to be bold and speak. 
speak the, the word to someone that is actually trying to tell you that the word is not real. Are they trying to tell you your God is not real? Now, I'm not saying to get in an argument because it says in the Bible, don't argue with no one about the word. And you shouldn't argue with no one. That's for your confusion. But if you have someone where you're talking to them and they're going back and forth with you with scripture, and mind you, what I tell people all the time, people that are atheists, people that don't believe in God, they know this Bible inside and out because they study it. They study it more than Christians. They study it more than pastors and prophets because they gonna, they are going to try to come at you in an angle. I'm getting off subject, but let me finish this point. They're going to come at you in an angle that's going to have you where it's going to try to throw you off. So when people sometimes get thrown off, they get afraid. So that's when the spirit of fear comes in. But back to Christ. We cannot be people that allow other people's emotions dictate how our emotions are. And Christ didn't allow it. Christ told people, hey, this is about to happen. I'm about to go through some stuff. You guys got to understand that. I got to do this. Basically, this is in layman terms, paraphrasing. But these people got so upset because they didn't understand that they had to let him go. These people loved him so much because he cared for him. He was a he was a man that walked around. He fed them. He talked to them like there was somebody. He didn't mistreat them. He loved them. He he taught them. And they didn't want him to go because of that. But he still stayed on assignment sometime. When God gives us assignment, he gives us a calling. We can't allow what other people feel and what other people think to tear us. Because sometimes it's a trap. Let's go on to see this right quick. It was a part. Um, let's go to verse 46. Actually, let's go to verse 47. When Bartholomew heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. Be quiet, many of people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard this, he stopped and he said, Tell him to come here. Even though Jesus is about to die, he's about to get murdered. He still stood there and he was able to heal this man. See, this shows us here that whatever we're going through in life, we must give it to God and push forward. Wherever the enemy have set up for us, we must show God, tell God, God, I see what you're trying to show me that the enemy is trying to bring me to, but actually help me bring me through what he's trying to bring me to. I know the enemy is trying to, to cause me not to pray, but I need you to help me to pray. God, I, I know the enemy is trying to cloud my mind, but I know you're there and I know you will help me be at peace. See, whatever the enemy throws at you, you throw Bible. You throw prayers before yourself. You go to God about everything. Because when you have a calling on your life and the enemy sees that calling, he's going to do everything in his power to deter you from commit, committing to your calling. He's going to do everything he can to cause you where you don't have the energy. You don't have the motivation to fulfill your calling. But we must be true to God and put on our armor and tell the enemy, no, 
No. Today, I will be used as a vessel for God. Today, I will do what he wants me to do. And a lot of times we, we don't do that. We do the complete opposite. We allow the cares of life to bother us. We allow the things that we don't have to stop us. We allow different people to, to cause us to be off balance. A lot of times before I record a devotional, I, I go into prayer. I ask the Holy Spirit, I say, Holy Spirit, give me the right words to say. Help me to do the podcast the way you want me to do the podcast. Help me to say what you want me to say. And I try to keep away from things and people that will upset me, things or that will take my mind off God because I try to keep my mind focused on God. I try to stay at peace before I do the podcast because I feel like the enemy tries to stop me from doing this podcast. He tried to put things in my mind or cause a situation to happen to get me angry where I can't do the podcast because my mind's on that. But every time it happens, I ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me fulfill what you need me to fulfill. Holy Spirit, I know you made me a vessel of you. Please help me do this. Please give me peace. Please remove this off me. Because the enemy will send people in situations your way to, to tear you. Having a call in your life isn't heavy. It's only heavy when you don't allow God to help you carry it. It's only heavy when you're not doing what you're supposed to do in the spirit, which is reading your word, praying. And multiple times you can see Jesus leave them and he went and prayed. But fear is a very strong spirit to rebuke. If you don't believe that Jesus can rescue you from that spirit. We have to believe that he called us to do the things that he called us to do. We must believe that he's going to help us teach when it's time to teach. We must believe that he's going to help us pray when it's time to pray. He called everyone with the Great Commission. Teach, preach. He, he called us all to teach. He called us all to baptize. But some of us don't even want to do that because some of us are so anxious to get in the pulpit, but we must start somewhere. We all are called to teach and baptize. So maybe this is a stepping stool. But if you're not willing to let your pride aside and you're not willing to allow the Holy Spirit to use you in the stepping stool, how can he ever use you for anything else if you're so gained to get in a pulpit? We all must start somewhere. We all must have some place in life that we start. Not everybody starts at a pulpit. Not everyone starts with a microphone. Not everyone starts with a big church. Some people start behind the scenes because it got to be someone to let down the curtain. It got to be someone that mopped the floor. It got to be someone that passed the papers out. It got to be someone that, that, that does the minor stuff. No one wants to do the minor thing. But Jesus showed us several times that he even he even washed his disciples' feet. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, washing someone's feet. We must learn how to serve before we start being one that passes the word. But the first thing we must do is get over fear. 
get over the fear and judgment of others. Let's look at some, some references. Okay, first reference we're going to look at is Isaiah 43 and 1. If you have your Bible, go to Isaiah 43 and 1. But now, Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, say, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. The Bible is telling us here that it's no reason to be afraid because we are his. It's no reason to be afraid because when we're a child of God, we don't have to walk in fear. We don't have to worry about what <clears throat> may happen. We don't have to worry about what could happen because we have someone great walking with us. And when we are children of God, he gives us angels to protect us. He have his right hand out protecting us. I've had several times that I could have been hit by a car. I could have had something to happen to me, but he was there to block it. So I don't have to fear. We don't have to walk with fear, but we don't have to walk in pride either. We shouldn't, but we should walk in confidence to know that whatever we go through, he is going to be there. And call us by our name because we are his. We are his. It's a, a song that says, you know my name. Jesus, you know my name. Oh, you walk with me. Oh, you talk with me. You tell me that I'm yours. And I might be getting the words mixed up, but that's what he's saying is that he walks with us, he talks with us, he guides us, he provides us because he is, because we are his. So why would you think that he will allow something to happen to us when we are children of God? He protect his own. Let's look at the second um, reference verse. Go to Galatians 6 and 9. Galatians 6 and 9. Oh, I went too far. Galatians six and nine. So let not get so let's not get tired of doing what, what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. If we don't allow fear to 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 block us, if we don't allow fear to stop us, if we don't allow fear to trip us up. It says right here that we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. It says, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. We should preach and teach and, and, and pray and give to others because we will reap. We might not reap when we want to. We might not reap the, the, the moment we give. But we must understand we shouldn't look for the reapings. We should look for putting a smile on someone's face, feeding someone that's hungry, helping someone that's lost. I think we talked about this about a week ago. It's about helping others but not doing it for a show. We shouldn't be afraid to give because we're too afraid to give because we will be without. And trust me, I've been there. I've been there with so little that I was too afraid to give because I felt like if I gave, I won't have. What about me? What about me? If I gave this, what will I have? If I gave this to her, what will I have next? 
How will I be able to survive if I give to her? So fear set in, so I didn't give. Fear can block your blessing. Fear can stop you from walking in the spiritual realm. Fear can cause you not to be able to feel God's presence because you're so overwhelmed with fear that you won't even know that the God's presence is there. God doesn't want us walking in fear. God doesn't want, want us trusting others. God doesn't want us being misguided and being so afraid that we don't want to leave our homes. We don't want to talk to anyone about God. The enemy knows what each one of our weaknesses is. And maybe fear is not something that someone that's listening have a problem with. Maybe it's someone out there that says, I don't never feel fear. And that's good. But we all have some kind of vice that we have a problem with. And today we're talking about fear. You don't have to be shaking fear, but you can have this motion that if I get up and teach, maybe no one won't listen. Or if I step out on faith and I teach this lesson, maybe I teach it wrong. But when we trust in God and we allow God to order ourselves and we ask God what his will is for our life. We don't have to worry about whether we're doing something wrong. Because we will always be doing the right thing because we're walking in his will. So today, if, if you feel that you have allowed situations to conduct your actions, you have allowed situations to alter your destiny in life, ask the Holy Spirit to take away your fear. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you boldness. Because I can guarantee it that the enemy is sitting back. And he's like, I got her. I got her because I set her up. And now she's not going to speak. Now he's not going to speak. I got her where she's quiet. And that gift that he given her, she won't even use it. Because that's how the enemy thinks. Don't allow him to conduct your steps. Allow God to order your steps. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loves you. Now remember, don't allow fear to overwhelm you where you be diverted from your calling. Because God is calling. Will you answer? Remember Jesus loves you. And I love you too. Have a blessed day.